One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. In our midst tonight, we have superstars, superstars, ladies and gentlemen, superstars, shall I just say. Thank you. But before we go any further, we pay respects to Gerard Houllier, who has suddenly passed away, uh, ex-manager of, and I know, never normally say these two words, ex-manager, of course, Aston Villa, uh, Liverpool and France. And uh, we, football has lost uh, an absolute gem today, so uh, we pay respects and give our best wishes to the family, and our hearts and thoughts are with everybody concerned. Now... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm with the show because we've got loads to get through tonight. We have with us, of course, the one and only Mr. Mark Adams. Hello, evening, everyone. I hope everyone's okay. Mr. Paul Hitkiss. Good evening, all. Mrs. Brown. Good evening. <laughs> and is Keris Harrop. Keris Harrop, ladies woo, and gentlemen. Woo, woo, who are you? 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 Hi, everyone. Not just that, though, girls and boys. We've got a double whammy tonight. We've also got friend of the show, Aoife Mannion. Whoa, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Hello. <laughs> Great to see you again, Aoife. Thanks for coming on. And thank you as well, Keris, for giving you time for the Monday night for the Silk and Talk show. It's what Mondays are for. Now, um, loads to get through tonight. But as I say, you know, absolutely heartbreaking story about Gerard Houllier. I mean, that was... Uh, as if the year hasn't been bad enough, Chris. Yeah, a bit of a shocker, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's been uh, very well for a long time, has he? Was, yeah. uh, he was quite ill when he was at uh, Villa, wasn't he? I yeah, mean, I think that's he, what I he think... had to pack up, didn't he, in the yeah, end? Yeah, he I left think. at the end, didn't he? Mm. Shameful. Right, OK, so onwards we go for the next hour and a half. Uh, it's ladies' night tonight, so we're going to indulge and find out what our um, Keris and uh, Eva have been up to since they both left the Blues. And, uh, Paul, we've had a couple of games, and I know I had a little bit of a rant uh, after one <laughs> of the games last week. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely sorry if I upset anyone. I don't, I don't do that. It's passion, right? It's passion. That's all it is. And I probably, I probably wrote it, then did the ultimately stupid thing by not reading it twice before I posted it. So there you go. But <laughs> I'm going to leave it there because it's had that much reaction. It. <laughs> so I was with the show. Paul, um, right yeah. to... Two games, mate. That Reading game, blimey. Yeah, that first half was the best I've seen us play since Bristol City away last season. Um, Bristol City away last season, we were outstanding. If you remember, we beat them 3-1. And uh, first half, wow, I mean, John Sorrell, how good was it to, to was see like, him back? Yeah. So uh, I thought I'd was. I thought I'd got Doc on the time machine and gone back to 2015 again. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, he was, he was out. I mean, him and Sanchez um, were, were just causing them no end of problems, weren't they, all the way through the first half? Yeah, and we were and we were brilliant. You know, the, we were on the front foot. We, we we took the game to them, and you got to remember, you know, they've done a, having a really good season. Ready now, so fair play. Nay, if that would. Yeah, so yeah. Um, ex- excellent result at Reading. And then I'm, I'm not going to lie, I was a bit surprised by the team selection. And I know 
we went down to the 10 men, another ridiculous penalty decision. And it would have been an injustice if, if, if Etheridge hadn't saved it because it was justice that he, he, he didn't score because it was never a penalty, was it? He got, you know, he blocked the shot. Um, and it was a perfectly good challenge. And um, we seem to be getting these dubious decisions, shall I say, against us quite a bit. And obviously the one on Saturday for me as well. I mean, I know Pedersen's committed himself from behind. And, and if he did get any of the ball, then it was only minor. But for me, it, it looked well, soft. I, I, I put a picture on a private page earlier showing you that his foot hits the ball. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I get that it's difficult for the officials to see that from where they are, but... To me, it was, to be honest, it was very, it was very soft. I just thought it was a soft challenge anyway, and it wasn't really. I don't think he was going to score from there. Um, no. And yeah, I just, I just mm. don't think it was a penalty, in my opinion. You know, but um, mm. yeah, but other than that, we did okay, didn't we? We played well in the game, and you know, again, another good side in Watford, and with all the with all the changes that we made, um, you know, I think nil nil would have been a fair result, and we could have nicked it with obviously San Jose in the post. But um, I was a bit surprised, and, and like I say, you know, playing so long with ten men on. On Wednesday night, and you know, the, the, I guess some of the lads would have been a bit tired, but to make that many changes, I was surprised, especially John Turan after the way he played. I thought hey, he would have. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I thought after yeah. he knows and that's it. Yeah, I thought he would yeah. have stuck with the four-two-three-one again and just changed a couple of players over. You know, you could have give Halalovic a game, and you know, he probably could have started mm. uh, Gary Gardner, obviously, and you know, we could have could have could have changed the personnel, but stick to the same formation. Yeah. Mm. I'll go with that. I was surprised he Cogler... I was going to say I was surprised he Cogler get thrown back in. Yeah, that was a surprise. That was a surprise. But having said that, if you'd have offered six points out of those three games, you'd have bit, you know... Snapped your hand off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any day, yeah. And this is the progress we're making, Mark, you know. We're disappointed that we've took, you know, we haven't took, well, not maximum points, but we haven't drawn at home to Watford and... You know, we haven't. We, we beat, we've obviously beat Reading away and Bristol City away prior to that, which was fantastic. But moving forwards now, I just hope that we carry on playing like we did at Reading more often, and yeah, we start definitely. to because because we, we, we have we can do some serious damage to teams playing like that. Yeah. And I just hope we do it more often. I think what you said about um, Terrell, it's almost like he's got unfinished business. Um, yeah. I know, I know, I know. It's the old cliche that you know you shouldn't go back and all that, but I think I think um, I think he's got a lot of. Uh, Unfinished business trial. I really like him. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Kerry's an A for what are your thoughts on that penalty? Did you see the penalty against us on Saturday? I didn't know. I didn't see it. Okay. I didn't watch the game on Saturday. I'm the same. I haven't had a chance to uh to watch you it back seen. yet. But uh is it another VAR? Obviously you don't get VAR, do you? But uh would VAR have helped in that instance or not really? <laughs> I think so. I think I think yeah. definitely the one the one the one at Reading one hundred percent would have been overturned. Uh, in my opinion, I think so. Uh, the one Saturday was probably a little bit more um, dubious, but he got the ball. Been, got the ball. He, yeah, he I think they would have seen that on the screens. And if he got the ball, definitely, then then yeah, he probably would have been overruled as well. So yeah, I mean, it speaks it speaks volumes. He's put a picture of it on his own. Uh, was it Instagram? He put a picture of himself up. Um, Pets. You know, if there's any doubt, he wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But he, you know. Paul, was... Why didn't we appeal the Harley Dean one then? Because it was two yellows, Nick. You can't appeal two yellows. It's only a straight red. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, got it. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. What a ridiculous decision. What a ridiculous What a ridiculous rule that is. Let's have that rule scrapped. That is... <laughs> yeah. Two players gone off the field to play for two perfectly good challenges. Ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Would you like um, VAR? Um, as as um, Graham just pointed out um, on the shout box, he says uh, six points out of nine and nobody gave us a chance against those three teams. That's no, fair. 
No, it's it's usually been that it's been that way. Well, for as long as I can remember, against the better teams, we always do really well. Yeah, and then against the lower teams, we seem to struggle, don't we? Mm. Yeah, you know, but again, so we 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 sorry, Paul. We, we say it every week, don't we? To be blue in the face, that's this league all over. It's yeah, such oh, a yeah, crazy that's, league. Why, that's why that's mental. why it's one of the best leagues in the world, isn't it? Anybody can yeah, beat anybody right. on any goddamn yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, you no. know, you, you can't just turn up and, and roll someone over. No, <clears throat> no. Right. Random stuff. Right, Keris, uh, what have you been up to then since you left the Blues, Bab? <laughs> Not much. Uh, you know, COVID, nothing really. Um, <laughs> no, I've been busy, yeah. Um, obviously, back in July now, so it's gone quite quick, really. It's weird, isn't it, how, uh, mm. you know, despite COVID and the fact we haven't really been able to do as much as we'd normally do, so the year's gone really quick. And, you know, I've already been at Spurs now for, for six months and it's like, it's flew by. Um so yeah, just been obviously playing Spurs. Moved down to uh, to London. Yeah. So they're definitely, uh, you know, they're still grasping my accent at, at times. Uh, <laughs> even some of the players still. Uh, I've had a chance to really meet the the fans yet. Obviously, that, the last two games we've had fans in, but still have to kind of stay a distance away. So it's, it's been difficult in that sense, not having to, not being able to meet the fans yet. But. Um, yeah, it's all good. Um, enjoying London life, and uh, well, I was enjoying it in tier two. I think we're now going to tier three, so I'll have to. All London football clubs cannot have supporters in anymore. That's it at the moment. Yeah, so, so we were really Such lucky, you know. Yeah, we were lucky um, down south to to have the fans in. It's it's been fantastic these last two weeks uh, having them in, and especially for you guys as. You know, hardcore fans of blues, um, you'd love nothing more than to be back there, wouldn't you? Oh, God. Yeah. Mm, you haven't had that opportunity, you know, in tier two. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. You so honest, no. Um, why can't Blues TV put a crowd noise on or, you know, keep right on every <laughs> 10 minutes? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We've got the technology to do it. Just, yeah. it's like you're watching, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be you four commentating over it. That's what it should be. Oh, you we'd guys love that. Imagine that. Nice, <laughs> I don't know it. if it'd be PG though. Especially after Nick's had a, a couple of drinks. Never. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Eva? What you been up to? Uh, similar story to Keris, really. Um, moved away from Birmingham City a little before Kez. So I went to Man City back in July 2019. So gosh, that's about a year and a half now. Um, It feels like it's just flown by. Um, So I've been there. Unfortunately, I actually did uh, my ACL last year now. And so I'm just coming to the back end of that rehab. Really, really has dragged on. Um, And hoping that it's weeks rather than months before I return. Um, Praying on that one. So we'll see. That's what I've been up to. How's it going then? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it up north. Uh, Firstly, it's just a great city. I don't know if you've been to Manchester that much. I haven't really been before I went. I'm living right in the city centre. We've got canals Mm. and all sorts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why I feel at home, because there's a lot of canals in Manchester as well. There's loads, isn't there? up the Baltic Pile. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't know, because they, they actually made claims to the Baltics as well up in Manchester, didn't they? So, uh, yeah. What right did you right? say, Nick? Yeah, they've been up the Bury Mile. Oh, no, I've not heard of that in, in Manchester. Yeah. I've oh, not Google heard it, of that, that saying. I'll have to Google that. One mile full of curry shops. Ethan, you're more pr- of a coffee mile, aren't you? 
Yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, I had a black bean curry before I came on tonight. Um, oh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very happy to hear that uh, Manchester's curry scene is, is up there as well. It'll have to be good to, to yeah, rivalise in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. It's not as good. It's not as good. I've just had a curry as well. Injury, then. How, did, how did you get injured in the first place? <laughs> I got injured against um, Atletico Madrid, actually, in the last oh, couple of minutes. Just a tackle, like a contact <laughs> tackle, yeah. <laughs> twisted my back back leg and just knew something had happened it, it was like a velcro that's what it sounded oh, like i did mind oh, i did mind say that again go on nick was that in spain no it, it was um it was oh, the home, home leg so the, the away leg was the following one it was uh, in in the champions league last year oh, so no. Yeah, such a shame, such a shame. Apparently, Just when to... I was getting into it. Aoife, you apparently need to go to the uh, the Fab Cafe in Manchester. There you go. Oh, yeah? Yep. Oh, do, do we know where that is? I'll have no. to Google. It's in Manchester. Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it doesn't sound very legit, does it? The Fab Cafe. No, it doesn't. Not really. I'm not it sure it's a bit it's a 70s, cafe. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Get yourself an Uber. Get yourself an Uber and go, Fab Cafe! Uh, Graham's just said, what do the girls think of the current Birmingham women's team? There you go. No, I'll take that one, Eve. Go um, on, go on. Yeah, I'll see. I've still got a lot of friends there. Um so obviously I was a bit worried um, when obviously there were a few players leaving. Um, then I think the kind of introduction of uh, Carla Ward has definitely had a, a positive impact on the team, and she was able to to recruit some more players. Um, but no, they've had a you know a promising start really. I think mm. you know got nine points on the board. Um, you know which I think that you know, Carla would maybe say herself that. You know, they've surprised a lot of the kind of doubters who thought that the Blues were going to get relegated. But, you know, I knew deep down that the girls were going to be fine. Um, they've got, still got a solid base, you know. They've still mm. got experienced players, um, you know, from previous seasons that have played, you know, there for a few years and obviously recruiting some some new girls that have also got experience as well. So, you know, they'll be fine. But, yeah, I'm still in contact with uh, a number of the girls. And I see they really enjoy it, I think, under... Carla, mm. had a real good impact. Yeah, yeah. like to just second that as well. It seems like that they, they've given the fans a little bit of hope. You know, the talk on social media is quite positive. Um, I kind of go on Twitter as a bit of a fan myself, and obviously that win against Villa a few weeks ago, yeah. stuff like that. Oh, you know, yeah, fans no, live for that. Don't know. <laughs> so I think the just... girls are throwing their weight about. Um, they're showing that heart and spirit, and and also seem to have a, a pretty good kind of tactical base to 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 work on. And Carla seems to be getting the best out of them. So, along may that continue. That that was great. I, I, that was great when they were coming out of the tunnel at the end. You could see they yeah. wanted that win against the yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah I saw that yeah that yeah. So how Brilliant. does uh, how does the, how does the setup at Blues Women compare to Manchester City and Tottenham respectively? Cares. Um. Well, to be honest, I think for me at Tottenham, because um, Tottenham are pretty much new into the league, they only came into the, the Women's Super League last season. In terms of like the Birmingham setup, it's probably actually like in some aspects, not all, but probably a little bit more developed in terms of especially like the, the academy and the um, the younger players. That's probably more established at Birmingham is at Tottenham. Tottenham have just started that new uh, this season, but I think just due to the nature of Tottenham, you know, being a, a big bigger men's club. Um, yeah, I think obviously you know we get to train at the men's training ground, so the facilities are, are top notch. Obviously, you're still with, with like that at, um, at Birmingham as well. 
Um, but even now, blues are really good to hear. I have to speak to some of the girls. They, you just sing things like they get lunch now, which never happened before. So <laughs> um, just something yeah, as simple yeah, as yeah. that, yeah. you know, that's some, that was if we'd never imagined that would be that we'd no. get lunch at the uh, <laughs> no, no, men's no, training ground. So you know, that's all positive steps to the girls in the right direction. But um, yeah, so similar in some aspects, but then just to, due to the nature of you know Tottenham, Man City, purely financial backing, mm. some differences there. Yeah, yeah. And do you, get, do you interact much with the men's teams at Tottenham and Man City yeah. as well? Do you, you get to see oh, like and Nose and... Do you? So eat, like, I mean, I've seen, I've seen Jose a few times and like you'll drive off in the car and you'll see a couple of players walking past, but generally know that they're, they're separate to us. They've got their own like separate building. Mm. I don't know yeah. what it's like a Man City. We're sort of in the sa- on the same complex, um, kind of in the same building. Basically, there's a big indoor... 3G pitch and on one side is like the men's side of the building and on the other side is the sort of academy men and the women so probably similar to Keris really like you see cars you kind of might every now and again walk past people but it's not it's it's not like you're not chilling in in a common room with people or you're not hanging out with them as such I know that some are you know some girls do do get on really well with some some of the men um and so I think then relationships are getting there, you know, you hear of so-and-so's followed me on the Instagram or the Twitter. And so people are interested. Last week, Pep came and watched a game um, before okay. he had a game. Yeah, so you, so you get them little bits because it's all on the same ground. Yeah. Um, whereas obviously in years gone by before at Birmingham, before we were at the men's ground, you know, you wouldn't get that sort of interaction. Whereas now mm. it's quite easy. You know, sometimes some of the men come and watch our game as um, our training sessions as they're walking past do their own um mm. so little things like that really not not anything like we're not we're not um kind of eating at the same places or anything mm. but but it is we're all we are all on the same complex mm. give, must give you a bit I of a bet, buzz then. I, bet, I bet yeah right when the when when the blokes do drive past you they go oh there's he for money in there look yeah yeah <laughs> i know i'm just Garrett, Garrett. Away, really. <laughs> it's funny it's a funny story so when um <laughs> When Gareth Bale signed, there was all these uh, fans outside, uh, obviously waiting at the entrance. So I've pulled in him a little Audi, and I'm like, I should, have, I should have rolled my window. Down. I'm like, yeah, thanks, thanks. <laughs> and you know, for me, but obviously they weren't for me. But I should have just done it, and I? I should have like yeah, I would have. put my hand out the window, like, yeah, yeah. cheers, guys, thanks. Should have tried to get. You should have tried to get on that all or nothing documentary as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that was filmed uh, last season, and I, and then obviously got cut short because of COVID. Um, but I think the girls did get a tiny mention in one of the uh, the episodes, but it's a shame actually they didn't do the documentary this season now because uh, obviously it's different, I guess, because there's no fans in the same stuff. But obviously the the men are top of the league um, at the minute, so this probably might be the, the best season to have filmed it in. Well, obviously on the pitch, maybe not off the pitch, but mm. yeah. yeah. Good question, just coming from Nigel Mann. Do you think we'll ever see the day of a mixed team? Oh, good question. You know, someone asked me that exact same thing the other day. I think football, it's physical enough of a sport whereby I think that there will always be a difference in most cases physically. And there's no denying that. I think that women's football is making leaps and bounds tactically and technically. And so in terms of finesse, I think that that will get there. But, you know, I think if there was ever going to be a mixed mixed version of, of the game... I think we would probably see like the female player being like a rogue number 10 or mm. a false nine or someone with a little bit of freedom yeah. that doesn't need to really recruit 
their physical ability. Look, I know some female um, athletes in America who actually would be able to compete, but we're talking about an exception to the rule here. I don't, I'm not sure if we're going to ever see a format. And I'm, I'm not sure if that, that's what people really want, you know? I don't know. Keris, what do you think? Mm, it would be brilliant. Can you imagine the day that even just one player like made it into like a men's... It's like there's recently that um, NFL lady that you yeah. seen. She was the first woman to to play for a college team, I believe. Um, oh, right. That's something different because she came on physically. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't physically, she doesn't have to match up with them because she's just coming on to kick the ball. That's, you know, she's not going oh, in yeah, tackle or anything. Yeah. That's it. She's yeah. just a kicker. Um, mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just mean, it seems because you've got some players, you know, if like the likes of like Lucy Bronze, even yeah. Sam Lewis, you know, physically, they're, they're strong, you know, and it, it does make you wonder how they'd cope. But it's more the pace, really, isn't it? Like, Probably like, I don't know, Bronzy up against Raheem, Raheem Sterling, he's just going to knock it past her and run. You know what I mean? So it's more the, the speed if that's the. It, it would be interesting factor. to see where the top few women's teams actually are in, in, in terms of the Football League structure. Would we be able to be an average Football League Two team? I, technically, technically and like, yes. tactical wise, I, I really back ourselves physically that there is a big mm. difference. I, I would actually really like to know the answer of that. Would we mm. be able to smash a football league team? Coming from, I don't the, know. Uh, <laughs> uh, from the audience, I'm sorry, from Graham Brown, uh, but mixed teams, no, it just wouldn't work. Sorry. Mm. Mm. And well, we've, we've, good to have a men's yeah. ladies charity match over to you, Craig th- Court. I was just thinking yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, that would be a great idea. Mm. Well, they do it for um, soccer, soccer aid, don't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 What though, Eve? I tell you, and I, I mean this, right? There would never be four minutes of added time at the end of the second half, would there? Because you guys get up quick. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, yeah, you don't get rolling around in our game. So. <laughs> but there's, there's certainly, um, you know, in recent years, more female pundits on Sky and that now, isn't there, mm. and stuff like that. Do you think? Do you think one day we might we might see a female manager in the men's game? Maybe. Yeah, one day so. we will. It's yeah. a matter of time. I don't know when, but it, it will happen. It, yeah. I'm sure. Will I think happen. that's. I think that's more realistic than. Than you want to talk about the mixed teams. I think it's more oh, realistic. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, I think that's manager, more likely. Manager, yeah, yeah. Manager. yeah, yeah. I think that will yeah. happen soon. Yeah. Won't be far. Hey, question for you, Pressure's on. Sorry, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> go on, Nick. Question for both our ladies from Martin Swinscoe. Um, if you take this one first, if by some chance your two teams could enter the pyramid, which division do you think you'd be in? That is a, that is such a good question. Um, I don't know how much of a, how much of a thing like the physical difference would play. I'm gonna say I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to undersell myself and say football league. Like we are the top few. What do you think, Kez? You, you're looking what? for a straight no, answer. No, I'm to give you a straight answer. I'm gonna say football league two. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm, I but gonna I say, think the quality of football, <laughs> quality of our football would be interesting. <laughs> a league of Solly Moors. What, they, they're... National National League. No, come go. on, come on, come on. We are. No, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Like, like I say, mm. technically, tactically, it'd be higher, but just physically, it's like it's difficult to say because yeah, just. Men I sat, just I'll are... say this though. I was sitting in. Obviously, I'm injured now, so I'm, I'm watching from the stands. And I was watching one of the games last year. I think it was against Arsenal. We packed our little mini stadium where the academy play, and the atmosphere was actually electric. Like, I would have went to that just as a football fan. Now, is every game like that? No. But there are some games now where you're watching some really good football. We've got a girl on our team, Caroline Weir. She's up for the Puskas goal. There are not many men that could score some of the goals that she scored. And so 
we can get into a conversation about, you know, what, what league would you be in? I think what's more interesting is just to have a look at the quality of the top crust of games. And it really yeah. is something where you go, mm. actually, that, that's all right. That's good, that is. Yeah, yeah. I think the the, the, the physicality in the men's game is not the same as it used to be, going back to no, 15, no, 20 years. No. Uh, Grealish have proved that, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I, think, I don't think there is much physicality at all in the men's game these days. No. I don't mean. Harris or yeah. Eva taking out Grealish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was it? What did you say about Grealish? He would love to see Keris or Aoife taking out Grealish. Just take <laughs> oh, him out. Yeah. I think that would certainly happen, wouldn't he? He could manage oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just blow yeah. on him. Just blow on him as you walk past. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Wouldn't need <laughs> to do anything. He'd fall over. Yeah. Uh, from Adam Wilkes, he says he thinks the only time we might see a, a mixed team could be one time only at the Olympics, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, yeah. No, I think it's a while off. I think it's a while off. But there again, we got the fourth officials. You know, that would that was like that would have been unheard of like thirty years ago, wouldn't it? Really? Mm. Yeah. Think about yeah. some of the tackles that you could put in the men's game twenty years ago. You can't do that today. Like no, yes, the game yeah. is actually less physical in that. Um, Absolutely, it's just the, it's it's the raw speed. You know, like mm. you, we know, Kez, when when we used to play as the senior women's team, you'd play the f- under fifteen boys, under sixteen boys, mm. and. In terms of your technique and tactics, you you would be miles beyond. But all they'd have to do is just slot it in the gap, and you'd get two or three players just run after the ball. And you can't like that. That makes it very very difficult, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Um, was it Roy Keane was talking, wasn't he, about Manchester derby the other day? And I like it's just not the same, is it? There's no like crunching tackles, and they're all no. friends with each other, and they're all hugging each other now, isn't they? Yeah, the like, the game, it's just it's true what he says. Like, he's, he's proper old school, isn't he? I love that about Roy Keane. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I do, yeah. yeah. miss that element of the game, but I don't think he'll ever return, really. Yeah, <laughs> I think right. sometimes right. he talks, me, I think he talks before he thinks sometimes. Yeah, I do love him, yeah. he's great. Yeah. Characters, what we need, Absolutely. yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll put some questions out in the week um, and I'll, I'll ask it to both of you, actually. You can both answer um, one at a time. So what is your, both of you's proudest moment in a blue shirt, which is asked by Stephen Gill? Because you've, got, you've got a clear one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, obviously winning the FA Cup final in uh, 2012 was definitely the best. And that was obviously the first time we'd won a major uh, trophy. So yeah, like obviously I've been at Blues for twelve years, before that time, and then oh, finally went to it. Then? You was there a long time since I was yeah. ten. Yeah. Oh right. Twenty oh, years. Right. Yeah, a long time. So uh, it's in your blood now. That's it. It's running through my veins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely FA Cup final for me. Like that. That whole team. Like those 2011 to 13 was you know reaching Champions League semi final, and we had such a brilliant team. We should have yeah. won the league twice, and we just. Lost it in the last game. So. The, fa- the famous girls of Birmingham song. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, I remember it. I remember yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was that at Was that at the Millennium Stadium or was it? it was I Bristol. Know, it would have been at the New Wembley. No, that's Bristol. Bristol, 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 yeah. Bristol, yeah. yeah. Oh, was it Bristol? Bristol, yeah. yeah. They famously cut the game at the end, didn't they? The um, TV. They cut it right yeah. at yeah. the end. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. What about you, Eve? What's your favourite moment? Proudest. I think the obvious one is this obviously I wasn't at Blues when you guys won the FA Cup and I just can't imagine what that feeling w- was like and the, the closest that we got to it was was obviously the final so to, that's the obvious one to go for you mentioned the semi-final of the Champions League I'll never forget Solly or Moores being absolutely packed out yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the, and there was there was loads of people after that game that 
I knew, but they weren't they weren't football fans. And he said, "Oh, I went to that game with my daughter, or I went to that yeah. game." You know, people mm-hmm. teachers at school just went to it just because it was like some something entertaining. Um, that was yeah, that was really like oh wow, you know. Yeah, I remember that. To think mm. about the training ground that we used to train on as well. Yeah, <laughs> we used yeah. to train behind yeah. Sully Moors, and how we didn't get injuries just at training. <laughs> like, I do not know. You know that was like roll your ankle, see. If you if you want to get if you want to get resilient, like you want to be training on that pitch we were training on. It's um, all nice think, now, isn't it? They've got a four G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some ways, I think it actually fragilizes players. You know, when everything is so neat, any little disruption, then then it make you you're really vulnerable to. It. I know I do all my rehab on basically what's like a mat carpet, and it was never yeah. like that years back. You know, it was ho- holes everywhere. Bubbles everywhere. It's like yeah. playing on tables now, isn't it? It's, it's like playing on snooker tables now. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't, I can't imagine you ever being as immature as the men, obviously, but is there any good pranks that you play on each other as well in the dressing room and stuff like that? And around the training ground? Well, one of my teammates at Spurs, who was also at Blues, me, Rach Williams, I think she's... Uh, Definitely the pranks, didn't she? Like she used to jump out of things, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she, she'd always go into. There was one where she was hiding in this. It was like um, it's like a storage box where we, there was like towels <laughs> made in there or something. And she was literally sat there for about ten minutes, like boiling off, like couldn't breathe because he had a lid on it, waiting for one of our staff members to go past. And then it was um, Carl Green. He was a sports scientist at the time, and he was chatting to the people in the physio room. And then she just burnt, she was recording. It. She, she had a phone on inside. She just burst out and was like, Carl, what is... <laughs> <laughs> <He> absolutely <laughs> cracked his pants. So funny. She was brilliant. Stuff like that, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> just as bad as the men, then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Worse, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who was your, who was your football idols growing up? Like, what, what, when you first got into football as, as, as kids, obviously, who was your, who was your favourite players and, and, and who inspired you to play the game? You know, I really, really liked Robbie Savage at Blues. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I seen him as like a little bit rugged. I think I sort of identified. Yeah. I, I kind of related to him a little bit. And he had that long hair as well, didn't he? When, when, yeah. When, <laughs> yeah. Now and when he used to play. Yeah. Um, He's probably watching. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we ribbed him about his uh, hair, didn't we, last time we came? Yeah, we had, him on, we had him on earlier in the year. Uh, oh, it was a great you? show with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Us, us in the summer, yeah. Yeah. If you get a chance to watch it, Aoife uh, <coughs> and Keris, watch it. It's, it was, it's so, he was so honest that day. We, we, asked, we actually asked him before, before the show. We said, like, is there anything you, you don't want us to ask? You know, thinking he's going to say, don't ask that, don't ask that. We said, no, nah, ask me anything. <laughs> It was fantastic. He really was. Yeah. Yeah. Have a bit of personality that, about himself. It's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that era when he played Robbie Savage, obviously they were they were great times. Which I hope we can get back uh, something like ooh. that again one day soon. You know. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. battles. Like we talk about the physicality. Like that's mean. He was one of them physical players, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah we'll have that back again. But whether it will return, I don't know. Horse. What about you, Kerry? Another one that I liked. Who's that? Sorry. Horsefield was oh, another Jeff Horsefield, yeah, legend, yeah. didn't he? Feet yeah. the horse, I remember that. I can't, I, must have, I was so young, but I remember that that little line is etched into my memory. And also, yeah. you don't know what you're doing, that everyone used to mm. sing to the referee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did you used to go yeah, a lot my... to the home games then? Did you go a lot to watch the men's team when you was a child? I did, yeah, with, with my dad. I went to um, to see quite a lot of them. 
Yeah. I remember, was it a 7-1 defeat against Liverpool? Yeah. On the top. Yeah. 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 yeah, I remember that. I remember, I remember people throwing their tickets on it. To the <laughs> yeah. 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 That, yeah. What we're saying about good days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen Gills just says, uh, I was at the Arsenal final game, a great atmosphere, a great. Uh, oh, yeah, that was at St Andrews, wasn't yeah, it? I, remember. I think yeah, she'd only well. just signed. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a great start. That was a good mm-hmm. little era that was after that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Stephen's also said he was at Ashton Gate, and Kim's just says uh, that she went to Wembley a couple of seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was at the one at Wembley as well. Um, so, Kerry, same question to you. Who was your sort of favourite player as a child and uh, who inspired you to play the game? I think it was mainly the women's. It was uh, Kelly Smith, um, Kelly old Smith. England and Arsenal player. You know, I think mm-hmm. I still believe now she's the best player that England's ever produced. Um, you know, she was left-footed, I was left-footed. I used to play midfield at the time as well. She was a midfielder. Um, and then, like, she went off to America as well. And, and that was something I'd always dreamed of, like, going to America, because I really idolised her. But, again, she was, you know, kind of ravaged with injury, really. So you never really saw or got the best out of her. Um, in terms of the men, I think you should look at Steve and Gerrard um, growing up again, because I was a centre midfielder. And obviously the obvious David Beckham as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, oh, yeah, that was my kind of era. Steven Gerrard, David Beckham, them type of players. Yeah, yeah. It makes you wonder what they'd be worth in today's transfer market, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, think about that. It's a good question. Uh, he wants you to be honest. Uh, Nigel says, come on, any swearing on the pitch like them? Oh, you do yeah. get a little bit. You do get a bit. No, no <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised, you know. You'd be really surprised. Eve <laughs> is nicer than me. I'll just say it is. That's that's nice of you to say. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you're more polite. She's she's from Solihull. You see, she's oh, she's had yeah. a good, good upbringing. Oh, we're, we're, I was we're posh, born we're posh. again in Hall yeah. Green. We're posh. Okay. <laughs> we're posh in Solihull. Does, does my accent sound like someone who's from Solihull? No, it doesn't. Does <laughs> more. Does more. And um. <laughs> We've got one last, one last question from, um, well, not a question, really. It's more of a statement from Lee Mailing. He just, you know, Lee Mailing, the Oh, Lee man. legend, yeah, he's my coffee man. He's still waiting for coffee yeah. when I go yeah. into season. Yeah, is Kerry's looking forward to a cappuccino from her favourite coffee man from the Garrison Coffee Company before the last game of the WSL season when Spurs put her away to Blues, ironically. Yep, there um, you go. I'll be there, rocking up early. <laughs> yeah, always always a pleasure to see Kerry's at the Sport, sportnation.bet stadium before a game. And as Roy said, Someone who blew should have honoured by retiring a shirt after twenty odd years as a loyal yeah. su- loyal service to the club and community. Statue, that's what I say. Yeah, I it's a long time. The ground. I'm hoping at least a picture in the Legends Lounge, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that's not too much to ask. That's not too- <laughs> has got one, so I think I deserve one for being there twenty yeah. years. Yeah, I think I've had the picture taken in the Legends Lounge. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it just needs to go on the wall now. <laughs> right, I forgot to mention at the top of this show, we've got to give grateful thanks to our good friends at Switch Radio. Uh, we go out there tomorrow night, I think it's at 9 o'clock, Chris, or 10 uh, now? Tomorrow night, it's 10 o'clock tomorrow night, yeah. 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock tomorrow, tomorrow night, you can re-listen to this show on Switch Radio, and we have to congratulate them for scooping five huge awards this yeah, weekend indeed. at Radio Awards. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, Chris, yeah, you know absolutely. more than that. Absolutely fantastic. Well, they've won, um, they've won community awards, national uh, National Community Awards, and they won uh, Best uh, Radio Station in Birmingham as well, I think, up against WM and so forth and so forth. So, well done. Wow. Well done. Well done. And and, and a big thanks from all of us for hosting us as well, because it uh, it means an awful lot. I think we were one of the, if we weren't the first, I think we were one of the first um, 
football broadcasters to kind of go out on on mainstream radio. Yeah, fans, mm. fans radio. Yes, fans mm. radio. Yeah. I've got yeah. a question I yeah. want to throw out there to everybody. So, do we know what happened four years ago today? Um, um, Nick bought a point. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. Sharon's oh, granddaughter was 13. What was that? Sharon's granddaughter was 13 years old four years ago today. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. Well, as well as hang on a minute. Hang on. Was it, um, was it Rowan? Yeah. We sacked, wasn't he? We, were sat, we sacked Gary Rowan four years ago today. Yeah. And um, in my frustration at the time, and I did post this quite soon after I heard, but I still feel that way now. I mean, I did say, I, 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 you know, shocking decision by the Blues today. I hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong, is what I said. Mm-hmm. But I predict that Gary Rowe will be in the Premier League before we are. I know. So what do we, what do we think now? Four years on, it's been a roller coaster ride. But do we think? Who do we think? Because that question is still up for debate. Mm-hmm. Who do we think will be in the Premier League first? Blues or Gary Rowe? Blues. Good question. Uh, wait, hang on. Has, has he got to take a team to the Premier League or get a job in the Premier League? <laughs> um, either or. Either or. He's got to make himself a good enough manager to get a job in the Premier League, hasn't he? So yeah. Mm. Okay, well, I'll predict blues. Okay. Yeah. I, hope you, I, hope you, I hope you're both right. Kerry's, what do you reckon? <laughs> Tough one. I've got to, go, I've got to say blues, you know. I'll be throwing off the shell, boys. Eva, <laughs> what do you reckon? I think all of our hearts are saying blues. I think that our minds might be saying something else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what, do what do I have viewers think? Uh, Graham's putting your eyes. He says we right, was sacked. Did you say he left or? Well, sack then. Yeah, we sack sack. Gary. I said we. I said we sacked Gary Wright four years ago today. Did not. Yeah. Did I? Okay. Did I not? Uh, Adam Wilkes says, uh, "Was he for a booze when Ellen White was there? What was it like?" Look up. Yeah, um, we went at the same time actually. Um, moving from Birmingham to City, she's a she's a class player. And in between that time when she went from Birmingham City, obviously she did so well at the. Was it? It was the World Cup, wasn't World it? Cup, yeah. Mm-hmm. The World Cup. Yeah. She was nearly the top goal scorer, and so she definitely went to City on an absolute high, you know. And and people people knew her name, and she did so well for us at Birmingham, um, mm-hmm. especially in a time when you could argue that we weren't attracting necessarily the players of, of that kind of name. You know, years gone by, Kez or Talia, like back around the 2020, 2020, 2012 era. When, when we won the FA Cup, when you guys won the FA Cup, the, the club did attract them players. Mm-hmm. But but to have a player like Ellen, I remember, I, I never forget her coming on the first training session. Um, and I was a little bit late that day. I can't remember. I came onto the pitch, saw Ellen White, didn't know anything else. And it just was like, my mouth just dropped a little bit. And I went <laughs> up to her and I said, are you signing for us? And, and she turned around and she went, yeah, is that okay? And I was like, yeah, it's <laughs> more than okay. Um, so there's definitely, like, I really respected Ellen. Um, I thought she was very professional at her time here. Like, it's easy to be professional at a club like City. And we're going through a t- real transition phase when it, when Ellen came to Blues. And Ellen is the same Ellen wherever she is. And that's mm. a testament to her character, how professional she is. Nice one. Well. Mm. Remind mm. me of a goal celebration again, because I remember seeing it in the World Cup. It was, was it, was oh, it that? Yeah. Not Bill Fail. Oh, no, was it? That's it. That- Oh, oh, that, that, one's that one, isn't it? Please. That's Garofale, isn't it? Yes, that you did the upside-down one. I can't do it. I can't do it. Do you know, when she started doing <laughs> it, I think she did, maybe did it upside-down and then probably got bored after scoring so Too many goals. Too much effort, Yeah, she's a quality finisher. Mm, mm. There aren't many people who can finish on a like a one, one or two-touch 
if you if you play that ball in front of her, it's her in the whole league. I'd say that you want mm. to be striking that ball. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Paul Lilly just says, um, "What was uh, Mark Skinner like at Blues, ladies' manager?" Mm. As Blues manager. Mm. I think you can tell by my face, Kez. Yeah, they were both. Uh, yeah, he was brilliant. Like he's the one that can't, like you said, that that era, that time when Ellen came to the club. He was basically the, the factor really for her coming, wasn't it? You know, he'd yeah. done all this prior research on her before and he basically presented her with this like development plan mm. to basically say how I can make you a better player. Mm. Whereas I can't imagine many other managers that were coming in for at the time would do that. So yeah, his attention to detail was just second to none and the amount of work he put in, you know, not just on the pitch but away from the, the field was was massive and yeah just you know been at Blues a long time as well so you, you mm. like to see Blue Noses get get those higher up positions um, yeah fan, he's just a good person isn't he? good person great coach um, and obviously yeah, we were gutted weren't we when he went to Orlando but yeah. you know you, then at the same time you're really pleased with him because you want nice people and good managers to to have those opportunities to, to just kind of push themselves and and, and challenge themselves. He was someone that just, he loves people and he loves football. And that sounds so simple, but actually not everyone, not everyone is like that. And so even after he's left, whenever someone mentions Mark, I like my first thing that I do is smile. I think he made his players feel like they could, they could be better, like, and that they could, they could play the best teams and they could beat them. And, you know, he took us to Wembley. And that, mm. that was at a time where we were punching. We were punching a bit against teams that on paper were better than us, but we never felt like that. And it was Mark that created that spirit. And, you know, it's been a few years now and I still, I still, you know, really smile and like gush about him and say mm. that I feel really connected to the game so much more having played under him. Mm. Yeah, I've just, just been reminded that we have had Mark Skinner in the studio, haven't we? Uh, and we've had yeah. Ellen, Ellen White what as well. Happened, wasn't it, Chris? Yeah, there you go. There we go. <clears throat> a long time ago. It was a of a show, wasn't it, Chris? Oh, it was a cracking show, yeah. Really nice bloke. Really, really mm. nice bloke. Craig Courtney's got a, um, a question for Aoife. Uh, whilst, Aoife, you were at B6 as a youngster, did you wear a blues top under your kit to protect yourself? Great <laughs> 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 question. You know, I, I love... The sass on Twitter that that both that yeah. both sides give, and I yeah. try and engage it obviously as a Blues fan, and I get reminded of the fact that actually I played it. <laughs> I played there. I, I did play there at You've had a um, couple of Twitter like, rants, haven't you? I, I did play there at youth level, and so I leave myself open to to being reminded of that. It doesn't <laughs> stop me, you know. I, I'm still KROing. I'm still doing all the acronyms, you know. Um, I. The, the people I, I played with were very nice. I've got not one bad thing to say about my time anywhere that I've played, actually. But that said, you know, I'm ranting and I'm raving for Blues on Twitter and on social media. And I think that shines through. Yeah. Actually, I've got a question for the girls, actually. You know, uh, Keris mentioned Orlando a minute ago. Do you, would you still both jump at the chance to play in America? Kers? Mm. Yeah, I think I've, uh, I've always wanted to. Um and you wouldn't actually believe it, but I'm actually half American uh, through my oh, mom. Yeah. Yes, you can't tell from the accent, obviously. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it kind of would have been easy for me in a, in a sense. Um, but then it's, it's just a hard competitive league to get into. You, you basically have to be, you know, playing for your senior international team really to mm. to be able to to go out there and play. Um, mm. But I'd love to, but 
you know, I'm a big believer in fate and, you know, I was obviously meant to have moved to, to Tottenham. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm a big believer in that. But obviously I'm a... I'm getting on a bit now anyway. I'm uh, nah. I was 30 last week, so it's tricky oh. for me. But Aoife, you know, Aoife's got the, you know, I've got her options I've got in her world ahead of us. I've got two What about you, Aoife? Something you can um, sit there or... The question was, would I jump at it? Would I bite someone's hand off? You know, I, I really believe that the English League is, is the place to be. And mm. so... If someone said in the morning you can go and play at XYZ team in the end of a sale in America, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, at this <clears> moment, I wouldn't necessarily. Um, but it's so open. I think it's so amazing that if you play football, like you can actually play in different countries. It sounds mm. really like weird, but well, yeah. Yeah, it like, a, yeah, it was never a thing really. And that's, I think that's why my opinion is different to Ethan's because obviously when I was growing up, it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The American League was the biggest league, and that's the league that everyone wanted to go to. And like you know, I said my idol was Kelly Smith, and all the players kind of who I looked up to were going to the American League. But like, and so I think that's why I have that ambition a bit more than Ether. But now, yeah, you know, people are actually wanting to come to our league, so it's completely, you know, the tides so have it, changed is it, is uh, massively. Still, is it still the promised land, or as you're just saying, it's it's not anymore? I don't yeah, think it's yeah. the promised yeah. land anymore. You know, we mm. just signed Sam Lewis and Rose Lavelle. Two American players won the World Cup yeah. with with the USA, and that they chose to come to City. You know, Rose yeah. Lavelle scored the winning goal, and I think I think there's been a real influx of players that that could play in in the American leagues if they chose to. And you know, you know, players are looking at the English league and thinking, you know, you got obviously because you got Alex Morgan at Tottenham. You know, it's an attractive offer, and so mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't hold the same promises maybe it did. 10, 15 years ago, does no. that mean that it's not an amazing league? No, no, of course not. No, them opportunities are, all, are so exciting. I just think the English league looks really good at the moment. Mm. Ethan, mm. could you have yeah. been travelling two days to and from a game, though? Yeah, yeah. that's a problem. Right? You know, yeah. I, I was chatting to I was chatting to the American one of the American girls last week, and we they flew out to Champions League one day. It was um, Sweden, came back the, the following day. And, I, you know, we were all so tired or whatever. And I was saying, gosh, you know, travelling abroad. And she said, would you believe that that little trip is shorter than, than any of their away legs? Mm. You know? And that was our Champions League leg. That was the yeah. furthest we were ever going to do. And that was shorter than what they do, you know, every, every week or every couple of weeks. And they say sometimes, actually, it's like a three-night trip because 
with the time difference, obviously you have to travel over and maybe even a day before. And so it's just bizarre, really, to think that that actually becomes normal mm. for so many of the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Timing, yeah. isn't it? Like I say, number 11 bus is bad enough. <laughs> yeah, so all them uh, long, you know, midweek trips to, I don't know, Blackpool or whatnot, you know. Yeah. They, they, they seem tired enough, don't they, let alone uh, well, yeah. four day trip. Could you imagine going across country in America? That's it, yeah. yeah. yeah what's, long, what's, what's everyone's longest ever journey going to a Blues game? I think mine has to be the Millennium Stadium after we played Liverpool. on the, I was on the coach and uh, oh, it, took about, it took about eight hours, nearly eight hours to get yeah, back so right. to Birmingham. Yeah. Um, mm. I had a family member who was ill at the time, um, but to this day, I, I'm kicking myself I didn't get to any of the aways. I mean, I've had a season ticket 25 years, but I've never got to an away game in the Europa days. I went to all the homes, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. My one regret. And I'd love to, I'd love us to get back one day so I can see Blues in Europe. Mm. Mine would have been, mine would have been Wigan away a couple of years ago, Paul. Uh, if it hadn't have been for Steve Portman, Stab Lindsay. Uh, and the crew from Accessory Blues who dragged me back into Utoxeter because um, <laughs> I'd have had to have slept on a park bench or whatever. <laughs> no trains back to here after five. Surely that wasn't alcohol inflicted, Nick, was it? No, <laughs> we don't drink much. <laughs> No. What's yours, Chris? Chris, what's yours? Uh, mine, oh, crikey. Mine was probably Air United, and I'm going back before most of you were born. After uh, Texaco Cup or something? Uh, Texaco Cup, yeah, yeah. I think it was, uh, oh, via, via lots of um, drinking establishments, it was probably about a day and a half. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, while, while we're all here, did, did anyone else, um, what, when we got in the Europa, did anyone else go to any of the ways? No. Oh, no, no, Nigel Mann says his longest journey was uh, Villa to Birmingham, 20 pubs, I'll never forget it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah. A little bit of reaction there. Uh, Stephen Gull, I think the WSL is the best league in the world next to the Spanish league and then the American league is third. Would you put that in that order, Aoife? Okay. Not in that order, no, nope. I wouldn't. No. I'd say you, that fret the French league in terms of the top two teams. You know, <laughs> we're talking about best teams in Europe. It's just that there's such a such a disparity between the bottom leagues in France and the mm. top. You know, like we're talking about, you know, being like seven, eight, nil or whatever. And historically, it's been quite competitive in England. So maybe that's why he said Spain. Spain's definitely up and coming. Um, to think that Real Madrid are only just making a team, you know. That's amazing. Um, yeah. know. Same, with, same with Man U, actually. Yeah. You know, only made their team a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So it's definitely going in the right direction. I guess what would you say? <laughs> Top three leagues in the world. I was about, yeah, it's got to be us, America, maybe Germany. Italy doesn't feature in it at all? I thought they were big in the women's game, no? Yeah, there's got a couple, yeah, a couple of teams. There's, I know a couple of girls that have gone to Italy. Um, I think probably more for the lifestyle than the actual football. <laughs> yeah, don't blame them. Excuse me. Uh, Lee Malin says his was uh, Blythe Spartans in the cup. 
and uh, Chris Brown, the longest journey coming home from the main road, 1975 FA Cup semi-final. My dad went to that one. And uh, I stood outside, when we lived in Warwick at the time, stood outside the house with a radio to me here, um, sobbing. Yeah, I did that. Was that. That was on a Tuesday. Was it? That was horrible. That was sobbing in the keypacks. Uh, John Donahue says, uh, "Alfie and Kerry, you are a credit to Birmingham. Lovely personalities, and currently on the best talk show in the business." Mm-hmm. Whoa! Yeah. We, we like him. We like him. We won't disagree with anything we, he said. We like him. He can talk more often. Yeah. <laughs> Is he on the Christmas list now, Chris? I love him. <laughs> and, I want, and I want all his children. Chris. Yep. Is he on the Christmas list now? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Is he going to get a sticker? <laughs> yeah, I've got some stickers, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nigel Mann says, ever thought of going into football university learning about the game <coughs> off the field management? Management, stadium, commerciality, etc. says Nigel, if you can understand. I know quite a few girls who have done, it's like degrees like called sport directorship, stuff like that. Mm. Kez, don't know if you've... I don't know if you know a few people. It's definitely most people who want to stay in football, they want to be a coach. Yeah. You know, they want to be on the field. They want to be the, the next best thing. Yeah. And do, you want to, some... do you want to stay in football? I mean, yeah, long, I long way to go, yeah. I do. I really yeah. want to stay in football. Stay I don't know about you, Kes. Yeah, I think, well, I've got people now. I've always um, taught alongside my football. So mm. even down in London, I've got myself like a little job. Um... Have you, Kes? Yeah, yeah. I've got oh, a little job. That's I'm lecturing, so um, lecturing, it's weird, so I've got a Tottenham tracksuit, then I'm also lecturing for Watford football clubs like education department, um, so oh, I have to wear nice. Watford tracksuit as well, which I'm going to keep quiet, <laughs> <laughs> just, just on a Monday, that's all, and I'll take it straight off, um, but yeah, like when I was at Birmingham, I used to teach at um, Wolverhampton as well, um, so yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm teaching on a football coaching module, so I'm really enjoying that. Um, so yeah, I'll go to teach. You know, I've got a few uh, business ideas actually, which I'm uh, oh. I'm thinking about as well. I won't give them away just yet, but exclusive. Um, yeah, I'll never right, right, Keris, we're off air now, Doc. <laughs> no. oh, sorry, you know, my computer keeps freezing as well, so I'm talking, but I don't even know if you can hear me properly. Yeah, actually, if you if you weren't in football, what would you girls be doing? What would you like to have done if you had, you know you weren't in football? I'm gonna be re- I'm gonna be really I'm gonna bore the the, the, the head off you and say that I'd probably be an accountant. Oh, it kind yeah. of maths just kind of runs in the family a little bit and so I think mm. I would have done that you know my mom is an accountant a couple of my uncles are um, yeah. and so yeah sorry I feel like I should say something more exciting let down yeah you I know everyone's left yeah <laughs> what about you Carys? Um I think I was well when I was younger I wanted to be a police officer um Probably not so much now. So maybe that or a PE teacher. I think. Yeah, no, I can see. See, I couldn't be a PE teacher. I've got, I've got two left feet. I've got, I've got no coordination, <laughs> none whatsoever. <laughs> I can't do any sports. I, play, I used to play badminton. That was it. That was oh, it. That's a great sport. Oh, superb. Mm. To be honest, Nick. To be honest, Nick, it didn't stop Endoy. <laughs> now, I got I got picked on by the, uh, by the um, sports teachers at school because I was useless. I just just couldn't do it. What's the point in trying to teach me something that I can't do? Mm. Have we lost? Okay. Have we lost? Is Kerry still there? Have we lost her? Yeah. Oh, oh, back. Uh, she's back. Time to move. Yeah. Oh, she said. Um, uh, Jason says, uh, "Would he forever coach the Blues women's?" T- you know, 
Oh, that would be like a dream. Mm. That would be a dream to be in some form of capacity at Blues. Is is there not nothing better than that? You know, no. like doing your doing your career, going off and doing your thing or whatever, and yeah. then coming back to the place where it all began and yeah. giving back in whatever way. And look, if it wasn't coaching, if I was not good enough to do that, then there'd be something else that I could do. They'd have me, hopefully they'd have me in some... some. Yeah, but you could be the accountant, Nerf, Eve. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'd, 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 I'd just lay out... You've grown a Christmas you know? tree. <laughs> yeah, I had to move. My signal was going, do you like it? Look, lovely. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, right. Oh, that's really good. Very nice. Did that play like yourself, Carries? No, I didn't actually. My uh, my parents did it, so I wasn't in at the time. Oh, that one's nice. That's yours. Very nice. Nice and shiny. Look at all those presents. Lots of presents. The only thing I am coordinated at is my Christmas tree. That's it. Everything (laughs) is connected on that tree. And if there's if there's a ball ball of one shape on one branch. There has to be a ball ball of the same shape on the opposite. <laughs> Look at mine. Is that all you've got, Chris? Look Is that yours? That's oh, it. no. <laughs> We're really poor, Isolio. <laughs> <laughs> it is, here's mine. Go on, Ethan. Show your tree off. Hey. That's <laughs> sweet, though. Mm. I haven't got, I'm in my office and I haven't got anything Christmassy in here whatsoever. No? Uh, got nothing to show I'm, you. I, I'm in my padded cell. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Portman has confirmed that I walk better after six points. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, uh, Right, okay. Um, Let's have a look. I've got one from Craig here. Yeah, I was looking for that one. Thanks, Chris. Got it. Uh, He says, uh, um, who did Aoife and Keris get on with most from the men's team? I'm guessing when you were at Blues. Yeah, yeah. As when we were talking earlier about like um, bumping into players and stuff, um, we actually did at Birmingham. That was the, the one good thing, and I think that's really good. Um, I think because the complex is just a little bit smaller. Mm. Um, yeah, we bumped into the men's uh, players quite a bit, and especially when if you're injured, you, you do your physio and you rehab in the gym with some of the guys. And you know, I really liked uh, you know Gary and Craig Gardner. They were really nice, uh, really easy to talk to. Um, Juki as well is another one um, and we, we obviously share we did our end of season um, dues with the men as well mm-hmm. the ICC and that yeah, was you yeah. know we had, we'd sit on the tables with them and Juki was always lovely um, he was the other one um, and Carly then David Stockdale he was he was he was a laugh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was he funny. just proper like northern lad and he like he was funny <laughs> I don't know about you he was always in the physio room wasn't he oh yeah he was he was, he was always I mean yeah, in the physio rather than actually playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kes, in that year, like, after I'd gone, were you with the men even more or was it still... Like, obviously, um, most of the time... Yeah, I probably saw them a little bit more, yeah. I think we just we started to use the gym a little bit more um, at the men's training grounds. So we had more access there. So, yeah, probably, yeah, we'd bump into the guys a little bit more. Um, so, yeah. Paul, did we sort out a... I believe so. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah. Yeah. Carries? Yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. You ready, ready for us all to completely roast you? <laughs> <laughs> and your choices? It was a bit short notice for you, Aoife, but what we do is we ask our special guests to uh, pick their all-time team from the players they played with for Blues. Aoife, okay. you're not a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, it wasn't, you didn't have long Look, who was meant to be here? Who dropped out? 
Tell me. Nobody. You've ever done before. If you've done it before, then obviously you can share yours with us as well. But I just thought it might be a bit short notice. But it's a one. It's it's a team from the best players you played with for Blues. Do you know what? I will help you guys grill Kezzy's. Yeah. So I, I include some of the men as well. I we talk about mixed teams uh, yeah. earlier. So I've done oh, okay. uh, ultimate you can do a mix, eleven mix one as well. Then we'll allow yeah. that. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, we'll do yeah. that. Yeah. So I had um, <laughs> so in goal I had I had to have Anne Katrin Berger. Um, oh, she, she was, was brilliant. One, yeah, brilliant. She's probably one of the ones who I think could have potentially played in in the men's. Like she built like big goalkeeper, but just brilliant she was um to think right. to know what she went through as well while she was at the club well, it, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, she, asked she, the earlier they, they, they asked her how, how did you all take that you know as a team that that news awful news when she, uh, that must she be got awful. I, I remember i remember yeah. her telling us she stood up at the end of training and just said it and you know she's such a reserved and private character she said that as though she was telling you what she was about to eat for dinner later and we right. like we were near crying kind of thing we were really emotional and obviously at this point she's processed it a little, a little bit more um and she you know you wouldn't really know unless you knew that, that that that's what she was going through and it must have been such a scary and uncertain time for her and I, I can't remember the first I'm trying to remember the first game she played back and I remember the the, the, the huddle before the game being quite yeah. emotional you know yeah. we get so wound up with the little things and in football oh, and 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 you know stuff like that just shows you what it's about. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Super late. Had her on a show one night, and she was absolutely brilliant. Loved, loved it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Loved it. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So what do you reckon anyway, Aoife? What do you reckon? Do you reckon you're in Kerry's team before she goes any further? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> best, uh, best put her in now. Quick, oops, quick. Oops. Uh, <laughs> no, Take Aoife wouldn't know anyway. <laughs> the only reason, Kerry, that we surprised you with Aoife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had Anchor in goal. Um, right back was a difficult one because um, I've got a good friend, Chelsea Weston, Um so I was going to put her in, but then I've decided to go with Stephen Carr. It's funny because they're both very similar players, like proper defenders, get stuck in, quite small, but like little terriers. So I don't think she'll mind me uh, putting him in over her. But the reason I put him in was just to to even... I already had two female defenders in, so I thought, oh, best put another male in. Equality and diversity and all that, you know. I've said on here, I've said, I've said on here before what a comeback story Stephen Carr is. You know, people forget yeah. that he actually retired from the game. He retired, yeah. And then, he, and then he came out of retirement, came to play for us and lifted the League Cup. What a story that is. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 Brilliant, yeah. yeah. So I had him at um, right back. Left yeah. back um, was Paul Robinson. It's got to be Robert. Um, mm. He's just a legend in the end of the game. He just yeah. gets stuck in, no happy, nonsense. Happy birthday. happy birthday to him for today oh, as yeah. well. Yes, yes, yes. Happy birthday, Robert. Yeah, I dropped him a little, yeah. uh, little message earlier. Bless him. He was another one. Like, we'd bump into Robert all the time at the training ground. He was lovely, like... So easy to talk to, um, just a nice person. You know, he'd always come over and see how we were getting on training, you know, as the women's team. So, yeah, Robbo's legend, isn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Two centre-backs. Who was it, Eve? It was uh, you, and Lo- you and Bass. No, it's just say you it was. No, it was, it was you. You and, uh, you and Bass. Oh, yeah. oh that's it i should have, i should have put myself in the team really but i thought because Eve's a true blue nose and you know she's, she's got to be in there um but obviously oh. for Eve's ability not just that but your obviously ability as well and you're a young player who's you know got got a lot of potential uh you know for the rest of your years so 
Hopefully one day we'll have a back as a Blues captain, what do you reckon? Yeah. We're only five years good. behind you, Kezzy. You know, <laughs> so quickly. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Bass as well, Laura Bassett, um, just leech. She was my captain when mm. I was coming through at Birmingham. So again, she's a proper defender, gets stuck in, but just good character as well. Although she's a leader, she can have a laugh at the same time. So Bass was in there. Um, and then moving on to midfield, I had um, Kaz Carney on the wing. Got to be. Yeah, uh, had to get Kaz in there again. Another blue legend, blues legend. Um, and yeah, just uh, you know, her, her ability, you know, prime. You know, she could take on anyone and, you know, score some really important goals for us as well. Yeah, so. Do, doing well for herself as a pundit now as well. She's she's yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you can't keep her off the TV now. No, no, no. Turn she's there, isn't she? Yeah, <laughs> yeah reading yeah, the news yeah. next week. She'll be on um, Strictly Come Dancing next week. <laughs> <laughs> I can see well, she actually that. used to dance, so she would be good. Like, she, I think she used to do break dancing, I think. So she'd be <laughs> the perfect person to have on there. I know that I won't be on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. um, right wing had um, Pedersen. Remember Pedersen? Um, yeah. No, Larson, sorry. Larson, not Pedersen. Larson. Seb Larson, yeah. Remember him kind of uh, sticking out as he's one of the players that I remember um, from a few years back. So, you know, <laughs> creative winger. So, put him in there as right wing. Um, and then in centre midfield, I had Jude's got to go in there, I think. Um, yeah. Just, you know, young player, his ability. And just nice lads. He's very grounded. Again, another one I'd speak to at training ground. Um, just humble, you know, and I think that a lot of youngsters nowadays don't have that. I think mm. they're, they're kind of interested, they're bold about the money and you know, flash cars and Instagram and how they, they look on social media as he just come, came across as a genuine lad. And I think he's, his yeah. parents helped with that. I've heard of his parents, so they have good on his mm. people as well. So yeah, put Jude in there. Yeah. Um, and that's put Hayley Ladd in there as well. Couldn't we say oh, that? That's a lovely little shout, that is. Yeah. Like, very underrated player. Yes, Hayley's like, um, well, I can't just compare her to like, she's like, um, just break up the play, basically. Defensive midfielder, break up the play, and then I just give it, it to Jude, he'll give it to Kaz, he'll give it to the forwards, <laughs> and they do the job. But yeah, just goes unnoticed. But she got, she's at Man U now, and she got Man U's player of the season last year. So it's good to see that she didn't go unnoticed mm. there. But. Very good player. Um, so that's midfield. And then up top, got to have Ellen up there. Um, mm. We've already mm. mentioned a lot about Ellen. You know, best striker I've ever played with. You know, top professional and good person. And then, uh, yeah, super Jeff. Jeff Horsfield. Jeff Horsfield. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm. Good team. And who would be the captain? Um, I put Bass. Mm. Yeah, Laura Bassett. She's just a, she's a good leader. So Yeah. So guys, because we we put, we, we we put the team that you've picked up, we put it on Twitter later on, and then everybody goes, oh, "What?" And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have to wait to see everyone's reactions. But then I have played with these players, so I know what they're like, especially yeah. on the women's side. So yeah, hey, you know what? It, it must be a curry night tonight. I've had a I've had a curry. Uh, Eva's had a curry, and uh, what um, curry did you have? I had um, uh, what was it? Pork. Mm. Oh. Curry, pork curry. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I've never had a pork curry. Yeah, I've never nice, had a pork yeah. curry. Yeah. You know what I did with my curry? I blended the onion and the garlic. You know, usually you chop it. I just chucked it in the blender. Oh, I didn't what? have much. I was rushing to get on here, so I just chucked it in the blender. So nice, you know. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Special, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Uh, and and Brenda's ben, <laughs> just Brenda's just said hi. All just got in, so having my curry. Hey, mm, on, Brenda. 
and I've I just got a question for me. Have I ever mentioned it's my birthday on Christmas Day? No. Is it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah. don't encourage him. <laughs> really? Honestly. That's why he calls himself Saint Nick. <laughs> uh, I have actually got you a present, Nick, but unfortunately... I'll be because, over. Because of, the, uh, because of the tea situation, you can't have it. <laughs> Probably a bag of wasabi peas, knowing you. <laughs> I just thought that counts. I thought about it. <laughs> Just, uh, just to remind everyone, we've got our Christmas special next week, haven't we? On Monday, we get with yeah. the one and only Cameron Jerome. Cameron yeah. Jerome, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a throwback, is it, Cameron Jerome? Yeah, well, Cameron yeah. Jerome. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he was so he was so quick, wasn't he? He was a good, very good player. Powerful, wasn't he? Powerful player. Very, very powerful, yeah. Very fast, powerful. And that goal at Liverpool always sticks in everyone's mind. Oh yeah. What a goal. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Fucking goal. Yeah. So look for, we look forward to that. Yeah. There you go. Peter Taylor's having a prawn curry. Hey. And Steve. Died, <laughs> Monday, Monday night of the new Saturday night, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> curry Club. Tilton Curry Club. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve Chris, Chris, could, you could you keep your eye on the comments because mine, uh, my computer's on again. Mate. Okay, yeah, yeah. Steve Portman says, says, all I've had is baked beans. Oh. I had soup tonight, leek and potato soup with um, uh, crusty hot bread. Oh, nice. Can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. I had to, we had pasta and, pasta and meatballs. Mm. Oh, you I'm stir-frying a bit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Or stir-fry. So what does um, the week obviously lie ahead now for you? Have you got a game in the week at all, both of you? Well, obviously, I know, um, Aoife, you're injured at the moment, but have your team's got a game in the week now? Do you, do you get many games in the week as well, or is yeah, it just mainly got- weekend? We've got a home game. We've got the home leg of Champs League against Gothenburg Wednesday. And then we have my beloved Birmingham away. Mm. Oh, is it? And then we break for Christmas. Do you have a Christmas yeah, we've got. Have a Christmas... We would, but obviously yeah. COVID, yeah, you know. Oh. Yeah, we have some great Christmas parties. Yeah, we have Christmas parties. That's some brilliant Christmas parties at Blues. Oh. The, um, I think it was the first one that, that Dong was here. And uh, he basically splashed all this cash on all these like nice gifts, didn't he? And like, one of the girls like won like um, the PlayStation. They won a trip three. to New York, didn't they? Yeah, and one yeah. of the girls won a trip to New York, but because she'd already left, because this was about one o'clock in the morning, they announced this prize. It was Shania, wasn't it? Shania yeah, won the prize, yeah, but she yeah, wasn't yeah. there to collect it. They gave it to someone else. No! <laughs> yeah, she won a trip to New York. Uh, we, we tried to claim it for her, but they were like having none of it, and then this other person won. Yeah, that's oh. a Christmas party. It's not right, is it? Yeah. I'm thinking about curries. Uh, Michael Woods has just put that John Majors haven't had wiener curry. Very good. to understand that. Yeah, we've got um, we've got Chelsea this weekend, so um, preparing for that, and then we've got Christmas break, and then we've got Blues as well. Uh-huh. Uh, it's yeah. going to be weird. Like, don't gonna don't be... dare do a Dini on us. Don't you dare yeah, do a Dini. Uh, yeah, somebody just does that. Don't. Yeah, it's going to no, be weird. No. Like it's coming cool, up against yeah. them again. Really weird, but yeah, I guess we're just wondering the moment you just yeah. play, don't you? But it I'll must, make sure I don't it, score that game. Yeah, it must be hard, <laughs> it must be hard, but you basically it's your job. Right, you've, got to do a, you've got to do a job. Mm. You? Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. shut up now. I, I couldn't <laughs> score against them, even if I was a professional, I couldn't do it. I, <laughs> no. I, I, I just duff it. Well, well, you know, anyway, hmm. I'm absolutely awful. So you dribble the ball the opposite way and score an own goal. Is that what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. A serious message in from Paul Sterndale now, just to let everybody know. And I've got my appointment with a specialist on Wednesday. Fingers crossed I'm all clear from prostate cancer. All the very best to you, my uh, Fingers crossed. Thank you. And uh, mm-hmm. keep right on. Keep right on. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Mm. Yeah. All the best, Paul. 
Yeah. Adam, yeah, will the best. Can you take WhatsApp, please? I'm, I'm, I'm on it now, yeah. Um, Adam says, uh, could the girls mention Holly's ninth birthday tomorrow? Happy birthday, oh, Holly. <laughs> she sent me sent me a little picture before, didn't yeah, you, yeah, with yeah. Me, and, me and Holly. must be a few years back now. You mentioned that. That obviously Adam had got in touch to say, and I was trying to, I was trying to think of the right moment to get it in. Now here it is, Holly. Happy ninth birthday. Hope you have a lovely day. I know you probably won't get to celebrate it as much as you can with COVID times, but I hope that you still get some lovely presents and that you get a double whammy at Christmas. So, yeah, happy Fantastic. birthday. Fantastic. And from all of us at the Talk and Talk Show, a very happy birthday, Holly. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, it's my birthday, happy Christmas birthday. Yes, we know. Yeah. Were you both? Um, were you both be watching us against Cardiff on the Wednesday night? Oh yeah, tune yeah. in. Yeah, 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 definitely. Oh, Cardiff. That's always a, an interesting game, isn't it? A bit of a might be a physical battle that one. I don't know. Certainly the Cardiff yeah. of old. Anyway, I don't know what they're like nowadays, but yeah. Yeah, they've, they've picked up a bit recently because um, the business I work for, the head office is in Caerphilly in Wales, so a lot of them are Cardiff fans. So um, I have been. Mm. Sort of kept up to date mm. with their actions as well, Cardiff City. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. What do we reckon? We might as well do the predictions now, then, might we, Nick? Yeah, it's good. good. Yeah, to be right. Um, Cardiff slipped up the weekend, didn't they? Got beat yeah, they lost, two, they lost 2 0 at home to Swansea. Yeah, they're yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They'll be a bit uh, wounded. I hope they don't take it out on us. I'm going to go with 2 1 to Blues. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to go back to the team or the best part of the team that he had of, um, for the Reading game. Yeah, I hope so. Okay. Mark? I'm going to go 1-1, one, 1-0. One, one I think we'll get a point. I'll take a point, to be fair. I think that's decent. Mm. I was going to say, I was thinking 2-1, so I'll go with Unic. Be optimistic. Aoife? Mm. <coughs> yeah, 2-1. Two, 2-1, one. Two, one. I'm going to go 2-1. Oh, I don't want to say 2-1 as well. I was going to say 2-1, but I'm not going to say 2-1 <laughs> now. It sounds like I'm just copying. You can say 2-1. Two, two, no, I'm going to go for 2-0. <laughs> I'm going to go for 2-0. <laughs> I'm going to go for a cheeky 1-0 to us. A cheeky 1-0. Yeah. A cheeky 1-0. A cheeky 1-0. <laughs> uh, Steve Portman has just said Cardiff was a bit damp last season. A bit damp. I have oh, never yes. been so cold and wet in all my life. If it wasn't for me, good old Auntie Linda giving me that poncho. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Linda to the rescue. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah it's um, like a monsoon, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Can, I, got can I just do a quick... Um, Nick, Nick, Nick. Can I just do a quick shout out for Paul Sterndale? He says, yes. just just let you all know, I've got my appointment with specialist on Wednesday. Yep. Fingers crossed, I'm all clear from prostate cancer. So uh, I did that two minutes ago. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry, I didn't yeah. see you. All oh, right, okay. Well, good luck. He's anyway, only Paul. got one job, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually, it, you it's usually the other way around. Right? Yeah, it's usually Nick that does that. <laughs> <laughs> you must be keeping up on it. On the, uh, yeah, the you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I just um, on that note? Can I just say something as well? I don't know if you guys heard um, recently a, a, a blue nose, massive blue nose, and he was um, one of our academy coaches on the women's side, Dean Prentice. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, really yeah. tragically yeah. Um, yeah. lost his, lo- his life. Um, yeah. I think it was last week or the week before. And I just want to mm. seem the perfect opportunity. You know, he'd have, he'd have loved to have gotten a shout out on this uh, this show. He did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, just obviously we're all you know, gutted for him and his family, but um, just passing our condolences on to them this time. But, you know, nicest guy I've ever met, Dean, lovely. Um, and just, yeah, really sad. But I just wanted to give him a shout out because I know he, he was a true blue nose and he'd have loved to have got a mention on the show. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did we did it last week. Oh, Harris, we mentioned oh, did you? it at yeah. the beginning yeah. of last yeah. week's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely man, yeah. 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 Uh, Dave, 
Chris Brown, his mic was going to break in a minute. No, it's still going. It's still going. <laughs> <laughs> normally, normally we have a crazy last 15 minutes. Back up, Mike. You know what? It's, it's, I'm not going to do it this week because this, this conversation has just been so interesting tonight. It has, yeah. We're just going to carry on with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Who's going to say something then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig's just just uh, reminding us that we've got loads and loads of new guests to come um, after Christmas and the new year. And uh, we're going to tell you about them next week. We're lining them up. We're lining them up. We have got Who's your who's your all time favourite guest then? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, Each of you. Who's well, you your favourite tonight, and why? Before, before tonight, obviously. <laughs> you mean. Yeah, obviously before tonight. Yeah, obviously it's me either. But <laughs> I like that. I like that answer. For me personally, Big Joe Gallagher, because he played in the first game that my dad ever took me to, and uh, I got to sit at a table and talk to the man. Um, my dad kept telling me, keep your eye on that number five, Joe Gallagher. Keep your eye on that number five, Joe Gallagher. And um, to, to sit and, you know, my dad's passed away now, what, six, seven years ago. But but to sit and, uh, and, and be able to talk to the man that my dad was talking to me about on my very first game back in the 70s. <clears throat> mm. <laughs> was, Brilliant. That was, for me, personally, one of the best ones. Like, one of the most emotional ones, if you know what I mean. But we had so many, so many. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah I think for me, that I, I love them all, but... I think one of my standout ones was when we had Paul Robinson and Tom Ross in the actual studio. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, and cool. also Jeff Forsfield and Martin O'Connor we've had as well in the studio. I enjoyed um, my- but, but Martin Granger as well was a great show on here when we did this in the summer and Robbie Savage stands out. But they're all yeah. really good. I enjoy all of them. I like yeah. them all. Mm. Luke, I loved them. What about Lee Clark? Love- what about Lee Clark? Come on. That Lee Clark. Was was yeah, we had Lee Clark. That was yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say and even like it's demeanor or anything. Roy Smilich the other week. Wow. Oh, what a fantastic guest. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. just super. And you know what? This one tonight's also up there. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, we don't give the ladies' game, sorry, women's game, it's women's now, isn't it? You have to be politically <laughs> correct. We don't give the women's game enough. Uh, time on the show, I'll be honest with you. And that's why it's great to get you guys on to get, you know, your perspective of, of, of what goes on mm-hmm. one thing or another through, you know, throughout the course of a week or throughout the course of an injury even. Um, and, you know, to get your thoughts on on the men's team, on the ladies' team, on the international scene and everything. You know, we've talked about, we've talked, we've talked about curry tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Aoife's top cooking tips. It'll be a weekly uh, fixture, I think. But only Aoife's uh, top this is, where, this, is, this is where I tell you that I'm actually sponsored by a curry company. Eve, <laughs> <laughs> Eve you could use, use this platform to sort your career after football. You can be like... Uh, the next Joe Weeks with your own curry recipes or something. You know, yeah. use, this, yeah. use moments like this for your own publicity. Yeah. I think um, I think Paul Paul Devlin and Michael Johnson's shows were really good as well, weren't they? Michael Johnson, his story about his race with Louis Donawa when he first came. That was uh, that was a funny story, wasn't it? Ian Danta was about her as well. That's right. Yeah. That was before yeah. before my time. That one. Yeah, we've we've had him twice, and uh, I think he's going to come on again as well. Um, Graham Brown says to me, Robbie Savage, Benji Smith, going Robbie Savage, Gotta Jason be. McDonald, Robbie Savage. Got to be. Um, Nigel Mann wants to know who's been the most boring. Well, Nigel, I like <laughs> Well, I was about to say, what's been the worst one? That's what I, I, I was going to ask next. <laughs> I can absolutely um, tell you, it was ten years ago. When we had plastic microphones and I interviewed Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah, that was boring. Now, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
I've, I've got to agree with a lot of people yeah. there. I've got to agree with them. I think Robbie Savage was a, that was a fantastic brilliant. Guy. And you know what? Yeah, because because I'm on here, I'm changing cameras for for people like you know, so you're highlighting that like. But for a large part of that show, I forgot to change the cameras. So Robbie's speaking, and you've got a picture of Nick picking his nose. I was just absolutely <laughs> enthralled listening to it. It's good. So for me, that was, that was the best one. It made me laugh. It made me laugh when he went to look for his suit because when he was at Blues, he was telling us about a suit that he had. Oh yeah, with the fake diamond number eight on it. Yeah, and he and he went to look for it. He was going to give it us already to auction. Yeah, auction. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh, wow. he, he must have been gone. He must have been gone ten minutes. He only went to his bedroom from his living room. That's how big his house is. <laughs> yeah. Come back in. He come back in. He come back in floods of sweat. He come back and he needed, <laughs> needed a shave. He was like, he was like yeah. 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 Adam Wilkes saying his favourite guest was Alex Song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, get Jasper on as a big shout. We could uh, we could try that, Mr. Courtney, please. And uh-huh. a question for Aoife. Is Emma Follis still on your Christmas card list from Bixing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't send Christmas cards. But if I did... <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's don't forget, we need, to, we need to shout out regarding the uh, sign ball and uh, the teams left for the shirt. So if you go onto our page, our group page... Uh, you'll see all the details there, but give us your money, basically. Richard yeah, Bale, we've had we had Richard Bale on as well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And it's not good. Ian Bennett. Oh, yeah. Dave Twine says every show is like Christmas every day. I'm glad it's not because I'll be about <laughs> thousand years old. <laughs> Got a controversial question. You ready? Oh, go on. Then. Go on. Oh, oh, Eve, when oh, uh, when are you going to get Dong on the show? I'd love He's to. Welcome. Imagine very well. that. Very welcome. Good, so those, those are the people you want to um, get hold of, isn't it? The higher up ones, and they're yeah. uh, they're the ones you want to ask. That's the really probing questions, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, we, we keep trying. We tried yeah, for years to trying. get Panos in, but Eva, one for you, um, and no, one for you both actually. Try a teaspoonful of marmite in your curry from Lee Malia. Absolutely. <laughs> oh wow. I love marmite. See, I don't, I don't yeah, like I don't it, but it. I guess if it's mixed in a curry, maybe I might like it a bit more. Just a bit of yeast, isn't it? That's all easier. Wouldn't that be like a bovril curry? The bovril curry. Bovril curry. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that, don't you now that's something I think yeah. someone should trademark. Oh, bovril curry. My brother used to put my brother used, my brother used to put bovril on his um on his toast instead of instead of marmite. Oh, I'm Oh. <laughs> We're pushing it now. We're pushing it. Right, Pete Taylor wants to know, Chris, how much my uh, wrinkly balls are going for at the minute. I've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a price on them. How have we gone from curry to that? <laughs> uh, Adam Wilkes, Eva and Keris, bolty pies, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. No. Definitely. Bolty no. pie and chips. I used to have it as a kid mm. when I was younger. Bolty pie and chips at the football. Yeah. Yeah. Curry pie, bolty pie, yeah. Definitely. So, Aoife, when are you hoping to play again now? When do you think you might be back playing? I'm hoping uh, close to the start of next year. So, okay. you know, I've actually been out. I'm actually one year today post-surgery. So Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, one year today. I'm actually about 14 months out. And when you start knocking up past nine months, you know that actually I'm not able to predict Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's going to be weeks rather than months, but I probably would have said that, you know, a few weeks ago and a few weeks before that. So I'm yeah. hoping January rather than March, if you get me, but I really don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to know as well. I keep asking. Yeah, I'm sure you would. But with an ACL injury, if you don't do as you're told and take the time, 
to get it right, then mm-hmm. you are going to do yourself more damage. And I know that because I had uh, I had awful trouble with my right knee when I was a youngster. Mm, yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm. You know. Well, all the best with it. It'd be great to see you back out there soon. Thank yeah, you. Definitely. I cannot wait. You know, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it must be oh, so frustrating. It? It's £2 for one go or £5 for three goes on the side. Football, get in touch with Craig Courtney, Chris, mm. myself, Paul or Mark, yeah. and uh, we'll get you some numbers sorted out. But we want, we're going to fill the cards up before we um, before we release the, the ball, yeah? yeah. Uh, Liam Daish's shirt is also up for auction. Start making your offers on that one. I'm going to uh, I'm going to put the picture up and remember <coughs> what it looks like. So, so, yeah, there's um, Liam Daish's signed. Superb. Uh, Jason Donner who says, uh, I follow Aoife's injury story on Instagram and all the homework outs. And Aoife, when is your next curry and what's it going to be? <laughs> my last curry was about an hour ago. My next curry is probably tomorrow. I thought you were going to say Aoife, I haven't seen your home workouts in a while. Have you, uh, obviously you know, I'm assuming you're not really you know, doing when, them as much in, anymore. In the lockdown when we were at home, obviously I was able to go a bit rogue and I was filming everything. But now we're in the training ground. Obviously oh, okay. you can't yeah, really have your sense. phone out filming everything as much. And I think I was a bit lonely when I was at home, so that was my way of yeah, interact with people, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you got a few comments from uh, yeah, the nature so, of the video. So what many was on people there. say that they that they like watch them and stuff. And to be honest, it was probably more for me than anyone else. You know, no. I just wanted a bit of interaction. I get that Thank now you. in the training ground, so that's fallen <laughs> by the wayside a little bit. Uh, just a quick one from me, really. How strict are your clubs regarding social media? Do they say to you and so forth? Do they? We do a little bit of media training, you know. Oh, right, okay. You just have to be mm. careful what, yeah, what, yeah. what what you do say. Mm. I love I love the honest interviews. I like, you know, interesting questions and yeah. um, you know, you get kind of get taught about what message you want to put out and we want it to be positive, we want it to be uplifting. Mm. We don't wanna say things where one sentence can be something totally different yeah, out of context. Yeah. And yeah. in a way, you know, Sometimes that makes... both of you. We've got two minutes left, guys. Yeah. How would you encourage young girls now to get into football? But right. for both of you, I want both both of you takes on that one, please. If you can. Yeah, I think right. for me, like I've always in... when I was younger, I played with boys. You know, I played with boys up until I was about ten, mm. so I th- and I think that's made me the player I am today in terms of my physicality and like aggressiveness and that competitiveness. I think I always wanted to prove myself against the boys, so that's why I'm so competitive. So I think try and play with the boys for as long as you can mm. um, until you do have to or play both you know some some young girls now play with the boys and the girls so that, that would be my advice I don't know about you Eve. join a team and play there's loads of teams now join one and play simple mm-hmm. really. good stuff yeah. well 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 I cannot simply believe that Aaron Arf's gone Chris I just can't we've got over Un- <laughs> unreal it's just flies yeah. by doesn't it yeah it does look like quick yeah you know what it's it's been such a, an interesting show tonight. It really genuinely has. It's really uh, refreshing, hasn't it? Anybody out there that's got some decent curry recipes, get Eva on Twitter. <laughs> follow Eva on Twitter, and let's get let's get a bombarded with decent. Yes, curry. hell yes, yes. Eva, <laughs> very quick curry question: cardamoms or no cardamoms? Oh, cardamoms in the rice. Cardamoms in the rice, and they yeah. take them out, obviously. Oh, I thought it said no cardigans. I'm not saying that word's too posh for me. I don't know what that means. Cardamom pods, little pods you put in there. Don't they? Beautiful. Gosh, well, I do sound like a connoisseur. You do, yeah. An hour and a half has just flown by. What an interesting conversation with you, Pair, tonight. We really genuinely thank you from the bottom of our hearts for bringing us uh, your take on all things tonight. 
really do appreciate you giving your time up. Please, 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 you're very welcome to come on again. Um, you're in the queue now, though, because we've got quite a few stacked up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for having us. Um, it's been a pleasure. And, yeah, good luck with yeah. your future shows. It's good to hear you're all you know, doing really well and getting some really fantastic guests on. So, yeah, thanks for having us on. And, yeah, yeah good luck for the... I'll be, def, I'll be tuning in for sure um, good, on a Monday yeah. night. So. Good, good luck for the rest of the season as well to you both. Yeah. And, uh, and, and have a good Christmas get well as well. Do, mate. Thank you. Forward. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thanks and, have a nice, and have a nice Christmas. Yeah, have a good Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's my birthday. Oh, <laughs> have a good birthday. <laughs> good night, everybody. Okay. Got to give yeah, us a keep, keep, right, on, keep right on to wrap the show up. Keep right on. Absolutely. Keep right on. Are you a blue nose yourself? Me? Yeah. No, I know you are. No, I am deep down, but I won't, oh, my um, my dad raised me now. Being a fan, but no, oh, okay. I'm definitely, no. I still look out for the blues score, especially after the women. So. <laughs> nice one. Well, what a great take that's been tonight. Thanks, guys, again for giving your time up. And this is in the Talk and Talk Show, sponsored by Boyle Sports and in conjunction with SAS Autos, our good friends at Borsey Labour Club and uh, the Garrison Coffee Company. Don't forget, we go out on Switch Radio tomorrow night, 10 o'clock. The only, only football bloggers in the world to go out on mainstream radio, eh? Mainstream radio, that is brilliant. Keris, thank you so, so, so very much indeed. Bless you. Have a great Christmas and take good care. And yeah, stay safe. Aoife, you little star, you, you little star. Get yourself sorted out, mate. Get yourself back on that pitch because can't wait to see you playing again. And, um, you know, when you come down to the Blues, I hope we give you a good battering. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Adams. Good evening, all. Ladies and gentlemen, Aoife Mannion. See you later. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Paul Hipkiss. Good night, all. Ladies and gentlemen, Kerry's Harold. Good night, everyone. Mrs. Brown. Good night, all. <laughs> stay safe. Probably going to stay in tier three round here tomorrow. Um, so, you know, we ain't going to have any work this side of probably January, February. So, I can't decorate the kitchen again. <laughs> Take care, guys. All the best. See you next Monday. Thanks, guys. Good night. Watch it till the end of the day We're so happy Following the blues Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.